0: Tex AF, the ultimate horror, wrestling deathmatch, and action figure podcast starts now. That's right. Welcome to another episode of Hood or Tex AF. <laughs> oh, man, you almost slipped there, dude. I almost, I almost, I almost relapsed like I did on McFarlane's.
1: <laughs> it's because uh, it's a, it's a force of habit, so you know.
0: Yeah, this is a uh, second episode. Everybody listening, tuning in to Patreon. Thank you for subscribing.
1: Absolutely, absolutely.
0: This, this is all going to be the hot topic going this week in wrestling talk. Right now in this text AF, we're going to talk AEW and all the backstage drama. Right. Are you a big uh, CM Punk fan, Mike? <sighs> um, I have my moments. like sometimes you feel like a soda and sometimes you don't yeah that's how i am with cm punk (laughs) you know
1: i've never really been into the guy or his wrestling or his politics or any of that shit i thought like you know the whole pipe bomb thing was was kind of cool in in wwe you know when it did happen and i also wasn't watching then so i also didn't give a shit but i i like that he he attacked everyone verbally kind of you know with all the you know calling him out on all their shit sometimes that needs to happen
0: I'm getting some reports from a reporter. Okay. No, I don't want to talk about Scott Colton right now. Fuck Scott Colton.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so CM Jesus Punk, Christ, ab- after he won the title, for the second time, goes on the media second. scrum. I don't know why they call it a scrum. What the fuck's a scrum?
0: Uh, because I would. Uh, what I've heard on other, like, uh, Col- Colt Cabana's podcast... The C doesn't consider it a real press conference. It's all kind of a work conference, yeah. Which I think it was supposed to be a work, right? And then all of a sudden, CM Punk is just CM Punk and wants to be a punk.
1: Of course, he goes into business for himself. I mean, just like Adam Page did, you know, in front of him. <laughs> but then uh, Tony yeah. Khan just sits there and like lets it all happen because that's his cash cow, you know.
0: Yeah, dude. It's like I felt, well oh, shit, I felt bad for Tony Khan for a minute, man. During that press conference, as soon as CM Punk started, he's like. I don't want to fucking talk to you. I don't want to talk about Scott Scott Colton. Uh, uh, are you his friend? Do you do improv comedy? Do you do improv comedy? <laughs> right.
1: Then he talks about the EVPs, which is you know the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega, and talks a bunch of shit about them. They should have fucking knew. Of
0: They're unfit to run a Target toy section. <laughs> 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 yeah. But yeah, he went on in his huge tirade of campaigning. Of a lot of it was a lot of bashing of Scott. Uh, of Colt Cavana, shoot name, Scott Colton. If anybody, I'm pretty sure anybody listening right now is like, they're pretty up and up on it. But if not, we're going to get into it.
1: So, and you can even uh, tell when Jericho had his little thing, like Jericho told Tony Khan, you see him whisper him, he's all, he says something like, uh, like some shit just went down or something like that backstage, you know, and a a bunch of people, you could see it on the video. And that's what, you know, I don't, at first I thought this whole thing was a work. I'm like, oh, they're doing like some cool shit that you, you can't, you know, blurring the lines of, you know, wrestling and kayfabe.
0: I thought it, I, from from what I was thinking is they're trying to cash in on like the internet smart crowd, yeah. Who all thinks they know the in, inner workings of wrestling that are babbling like so you, just like me, of, like <laughs> you yeah. Know. So they're just working off of that gimmick, but then it just goes in the left field from there, dude. It's like fuck.
1: Yeah, so I, I guess what had happened. Well, it was unconfirmed reports, like you heard, like uh, Nick Jackson got either punched or knocked out, and then knocked somebody out of got bit. So, I I have some multiple reports here that I'll read through. Like, uh, these are just bullet points. The altercation went on for about six minutes with Brandon Cutler, Pat Buck, and Christopher Daniels among those trying to defuse the situation. Regarding the Punk slash Steel side of the story, the Young Bucks approached Punk's locker room and Punk wasn't answering the door after working a long-bloodied match. And he just finished with an emotional scrum. That sounds disgusting. The Bucks reportedly pounded on the door with some with uh, some claiming that they kicked down the door. My question is, did they slap their leg when they kicked the door
0: down? Huh. They all slapped at the same time? Yeah. <laughs> that, three of them? And the door. You know, I mean, the bucks, to be honest, the bucks weigh like, what, a buck 25, a buck 50 each? Right. Like, it would take both bucks to kick in the door. <laughs> and I bet the door
1: oversold it, too.
0: Yeah. Um, I mean, but that that's, yeah, that's the one report. Somehow Kenny got bit in the in the in the scramble
1: yeah there's still more uh so Ace steel he used to be a wrestler i, I don't know if he still is but he works backstage for aew and does promotions and shit but uh a steel's wife was in punk's locker room as she was watching larry the dog uh yeah steel a steel told people that his wife being in the vicinity of the incident is what made him go ballistic uh, Omega reportedly did not seem nearly as upset initially, but when things got out of hand, he ended up getting bit by by Ace Steel, not by the dog. And Omega got his
0: hair pulled, hair pulled and bit by Ace Steel. See, o- I'm like, I'm... Omega's story is that.
1: Larry. Omega's story is that, like, when it all went down, he was trying to save the dog.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Just like he got bit by the dog.
1: <laughs> uh... But I
0: mean. It's, yeah. What are the other reports?
1: Uh there's also reports that A-Steel because of like his wife being in the room and holding uh CM Punk's dog Larry, uh he threw a chair that hit Nick Jackson in the eye and knocked him out cold.
0: Yeah, and it gave him a shiner too from what I hear. You he got a shiner knocked unconscious by a steel chair.
1: Yeah, there was reports That's- that people have seen him at the airport with the shiner, but you know, you never know. Then also, I guess CM Punk knocked... He might, I don't know if he punched or knocked out Matt Jackson. I, I don't know. I don't know who... some One of the Bucks got knocked out, either by a chair or by a punch. And I don't he think it's Punk from CM can't Punk. Knock out. Yeah, he can't knock anyone out.
0: It's like the only person that CM Punk can knock out is CM Punk when he gets hit in the face. <laughs> like when Teddy Hart bitch slapped him in outside of a, a bar after an ROH show when he tried to say, you do too many flips, you fucked up the show. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i'm like i don't see cm punk being able to knock anybody out but the chair thing is like did a steel throw the chair i'm like a steel was already in hot water for dropping an (laughs) f-bomb on wednesday tv
1: yeah and a lot of people are are are, because cm punk is mad about you know i guess the elite the bucks and omega put adam page uh to go unscripted and shoot on CM Punk live on TV, and CM Punk wasn't ready for it.
0: Yeah, plus there was also some rumors that like they were, said that the reason why Cole Cabana no longer works for the company is because of CM Punk. I mean, it's I mean,
1: very possible, it, it's but also
0: history They had that lawsuit where CM Punk had to pay Cole Cabana a lot of fucking money for his defamation of WWE lawsuit. Yeah. But also, what so, good
1: is Colt Cabana? He's a comedy wrestler,
0: right? Like, he's not even active there, in like, he's not even in the venues. So it's like when he got brought up at the the press conference, you even see Tony's face. Tony's like, "What the fuck? What? <laughs> yeah.
1: Why?" And see, and I think I'll read something that what Dave Meltzer says about that, and he says that part was a work where he brings up Colt Cabana. Like, but I don't know. It's but it's also funny that like. You know, the fights that have been happening in AEW with the split locker room are all steamed from unscripted promos. Where, when they started this league, they wanted them,
0: but now they can't handle what's being said. No, because they got thin skin, dude. Like, wrestlers these days seem to be, like, bitchified. Like, they don't have the thick skin. Like, from what other, like, reports, like, on other podcasts, like Booker T and Bubba Ray, when they were talking about this scrum, too, themselves, they're like, you know, if something happened like that back in the day, the two wrestlers would go and they would they would talk it out, yeah, backstage away from the crowds and the cameras and all that other shit. And then they would just go about being the regular thing. But this case, I heard the cops were called. Like uh, uh, apparently, CM Punk charges. was
1: threatening to sue them, and you know. But yeah. also, like if the Young Bucks are kicking down the door, they're not coming to talk. Like you know. It's it's weird. Yeah. Whose side are you going to be on? You know, I don't know. I'm not yeah. on anyone's side. But
0: my thing is like they suspended Brandon Cutler. I'm like, what did Brandon Cutler do? He just walks around with a camera and a face mask on. Like, hey guys, I'm Brandon Cutler. My wife makes. The-.
1: Like, I guess like they just didn't want to sort it out, so they suspended everyone who was around. Oh shit.
0: I mean, that. It's just crazy shit because, like, it's funny because AEW always does all this throwing the shade at WWE, like, trying to be better than WWE, and then it turns out, like, they act like a bunch of fucking children. Right. You know? Uh,
1: Here's what, uh, let's see, Dave Meltzer says. uh, Dave says Punk's media scrum rant was intentional and practiced beforehand. It was apparent as he targeted – Nick Houseman straight away when no question was asked, uh, wanting to bury Colt Cabana. So wait, is that Colt Cabana's running? Nick Houseman?
0: No, Nick Houseman was the guy that uh, he he was there in the as a journalist. But CM Punk went into the tirade of like, "Hey, you do improv comedy. You still work with. You still talk to Colt Cabana or Scott Colton." And then it went on from there. And it was just like, there was not a single question asked of Scott Colton. And then CM Punk just went on his tirade saying, like, you know, the EVPs acted like children and said that, you know, he's the reason why dude isn't working for the company no more, which made no sense. It's like that question wasn't even asked. Like, he, nobody even asked shit. He was just drinking his weird waters and eating his fucking huh. pound cake. <laughs>
1: so also Dave Meltzer noted that uh, Punk talking about Hangman Adam Page not doing anything in the business is false. Uh, says He says the pay-per-views Headlined by Adam Page drew more than some of the ones Punk did. He adds that uh, Page has been a key guy in the building and the company. And we saw that when uh, on Dynamite after this, like Adam Page did wrestle and he wasn't cut from anything, you know?
0: No, I think he just stayed to his business and catering. Like that little meme picture of him just eating at the fucking table. Dude,
1: like, his, his match with fucking uh, Brian uh, Danielson or Daniel Bryan, uh, that Jericho. Uh, said who was gonna win before they they wrestled? Yeah, it was a great match, though.
0: It was a great match. It's kind of a bummer that you know Adam Page didn't win. <laughs> yeah, so more than likely we're probably gonna look at like Moxley versus Brian Danielson for the title. That's what my assumption is because they're sure as fuck not gonna let Sammy Call- or Sammy Guevara no. beat. Fucking Darby Oh, no, and
1: yeah, it's going to be back to two ex WWE guys, which I don't have a problem with. Just, just what people say, but uh Dave Whatever Meltzer, I mean, oh, Dave
0: yeah. It but, just kind of sucks that like they have all this homegrown talent that's getting overshined by these guys they brought in from WWE. But the problem is, like Daniel Bryan's a professional. He's a fucking professional. Yeah, absolutely. And then they have Bryan, who's very unprofessional.
1: You yeah. know. Dude, and it, CM Punk seems like a fucking whiner baby who, if he doesn't get it his way, then he ain't doing it, you know. And like he's gonna, yeah, he's gonna bitch about it and cry about it and drink his Pepsis.
0: Yeah, or his whatever fucking waters it was. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
1: Dave Meltzer also says. Uh, Punk had been A divisive figure And rubbing people off the wrong way In the locker room for a long time Telling guys not to do stuff that got them over And successful in the first place Preaching old business Philosophies uh, He adds that some listened While others didn't Which made Punk very angry
0: Oh, I can just picture him back there you know what dude you know how you did that to get over and the crowd loves you and they pop well I don't want you popping no more Right? But you shouldn't do that I because would, it's going to outshine everything that I'm doing
1: I, I would totally like <laughs> oh dude I don't like you <laughs> like leave me alone
0: I mean I'm pretty sure that's what it is too because I'm pretty sure a lot of that locker room there is like they were doing fine building the company. Yeah, like the biggest payday was when CM Punk returned. That one first couple episodes of Rampage and Dynamite. Look, and I think it was I, just like.
1: But there still is a problem with the Bucks. I'm not saying so much Kenny Omega, but the Bucks, man, they put themselves over fucking constantly, and I think they think that they're like a, you know, a click. They're like the new click yeah. of this era, which I they are, dude. They're prima donnas. And- they
0: are literally. I mean, they, they do the two sweet. They're literally trying to be Sean Razor Nash. Backstage, like, too.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: You and hear about like all those the stories of the
1: click can, backstage.
0: And them being EVPs, they shouldn't be active wrestlers. If you're an no. executive, you shouldn't be an active wrestler.
1: That's like because a Hulk Hogan League, all over
0: again. Stop doing that. As soon as they introduced the trios, title, I knew the elite was going to win it. Yeah. I was like, the elite's going to win it. And um I'm happy to see that they got sh- stripped of that shit and uh we have Death Triangle got it yeah. which was a great match.
1: That, that, that was, awesome. was one of
0: the best Best Friends matches I've seen ever. The best friends performing together. And it's good to see Danhausen not wrestling right? at all.
1: Yeah. Oh man. I You know what? I don't hate Danhausen or nothing like that, but I don't know what his purpose is.
0: <laughs> I like his character. Like he's he's got the cool character gimmick or whatever. But it's just like, yeah, he's not that great of a wrestler, and he's a very small guy.
1: He's really little, yeah. He, um,
0: he's not fucking, he's not scaring anybody. And there's little curse thing. It, yeah, the, I, I like how nobody sells it no more.
1: Uh, <laughs> Dave Meltzer also adds that Tony Khan should have stopped Punk when he started uh, burying his guys, saying uh, the Bucks have done way more for the business providing jobs than Punk
0: ever did. And he's absolutely correct he, about that. We tried and then Punk cut him off. But then, like, when he actually went to bat, as how much the Bucks did, it was after the scrum. It was an audio message that he called in, it, like, he phoned in that played before fucking Dynamite. And it was just <laughs> like, well, he must be scared of Punk, dude. Punk must intimidate him. Dude, I- I'm sure he Which does. Is-
1: like Punk's a talker, man. First, He'll first. keep talking to get his point. And if you listen to Punk too much and hang out around this guy, he's he's kind of like uh, you know my cousin, BC Zach. You know, like you start believing yeah. in his bullshit. And look, yeah. I, I'm not talking shit about CM Punk fans. I get why you like him. He's cool. He's got X on his tape hands. He's got tattoos. He, you know, he does got good promos. Tattoos. Yeah, he seems like a cool dude. Turns out he's not. Your your fucking heroes. Especially wrestlers
0: are terrible people, man. None of them are good. Absolutely, none of Absolutely. them. Absolutely, it is like he did the same shit in WWE, and they punked him hella times on that. Triple H called them out on it. John Cena, yeah, did that. One All those videos one are are be- coming back now, bad. and
1: everyone's realizing who Punk is.
0: Yeah, and there's stories that go back to the Indies with Punk, dude. Punk's always been that same way. I've I've had a chance to meet Philly. Little Philip, uh, when I worked on the little indie shit, and he's a prick, dude. He's a fucking douchebag. Mm. Like, he just, he's not one of those guys that's like, you actually want to hang out with. You kind of want to punch him in the face.
1: There's always that saying, you know, that even wrestlers say to this day, like, especially after the Ric Flair thing, they're like, never meet your heroes, you know? And yeah. Never, like, you can meet your heroes and get signatures and autographs. That's fine. Just don't ever hang out with yeah. them. <laughs> then you realize who they really yeah. are.
0: Any celebrity. And Tony Khan, yeah. Tony Khan's learning that lesson. I bet he wishes he didn't pay for that cameo. He's like, what the <laughs> fuck did I get into
1: collecting actual wrestlers? <laughs>
0: yeah, Dude, He's every like, wrestler man, is, is in
1: it for themselves, dude. It, it, that's how the wrestling business works.
0: And that's why the Bucks started the AEW, shiz, because... They knew if they had to go anywhere else they'd have to climb a ladder. Yep. They didn't want to climb a ladder. They they're like, Oh, we're the Bucks, we're famous, our super kick leg slap party. And it's just like it, it gets, gets to the point it it where it's tiring. like you already know they're putting themselves over. They buried fucking FTR. Yeah. They fucking when everybody wanted to see FTR versus the Bucks, and then they got buried, basically. Then it's just like it's at a point now where like the Bucks have forced themselves so much on people. People just don't like them anymore.
1: No. It it gets tiring, man. And they're not doing anything new. They're doing the same old shit.
0: Yeah. Every every match is telegraphed. Literally, it's the exact same match it was before. There's nothing new and original coming from them. Other than, you know, growing a a porn stash. (laughs) So,
1: and like, I thought this whole thing was a work at first, but until I started reading all the reports and all the legality shit and they won't talk about it because of the legality issues and shit. Now, I don't yeah. think they're gonna let Punk go. He's got a torn bicep that they say from the match, but I'm thinking it was from the fight.
0: <laughs> I'm thinking he tore his shit throwing a chair. Yeah <laughs> well, it was A Steel reportedly think, throwing the chair, but I think I think Punk threw the chair and Steele's trying to take the like the the rap. Oh he's yeah. like I'm you, already
1: you might be right. He's
0: like, I'm already in trouble. You know, I said the F word on TV. I, I got fined $30,000 and suspended already. So, technically, he shouldn't even been there because after he dropped the F-bomb, his, his suspension's supposed to kick in.
1: You know what I think what happened is, like, the Bucks kick down the door. They knock really hard or somehow they get in. And, like, Punk's mad. Everyone's mad. Like, what the fuck, you know? And then, you know, A Steel's wife the dog gets all barky you know once like he hears the kicks yeah. on the door and the dog gets out of her hand and the door flies open when the dog's like right there barking going all ape shit and that makes punk really mad and the bucks aren't yeah. seeing the dog so it's all this miscombobbled shit and punk gets really mad but the he the bucks think that punk is mad at them so they start fighting the chairs get thrown you know like
0: yeah, Kenny Omega gets they bit. Probably, <laughs> they, they walked in when Punk had his pants down. They're like, "Man, for a guy that talks so much shit, he sure got a little something." Oh balls. shit! <laughs> <laughs> Punk's like, "What do you mean? What do you mean?" Well, <laughs> like, I, I, I'm, I enjoy the fact that like they, they both parties, both sides, or, they, they got or suspended, or and just stripped of their titles. That's good. And we got one of the best Dynamites that we've had in fucking forever.
1: Do you know why? There is a huge weight lifted off the back room because you don't have to be on someone's side or not. Now we're just boys, dude. I don't care. Like, say if me and you were wrestlers there and we weren't a part of any clique. But, you know, you're on CM Punk's side or not or you're on the elite side or not. Now it doesn't matter. You know, now we can just go out there and wrestle. And also, there's no storylines right now. Everything's brand new again, you know, and guys can go out there and work.
0: Yeah, absolutely. You know, and it's just it's it sucks the way it came about, but it's kind of a much needed uh thing that, to happen. Yeah. Like I mean, CM Punk seriously was wearing his stay. Yeah. Like it's like every time he was on TV, he was bitching about somebody in the back dropping his pipe bombs whoa, whoa. as like. The first half
1: him. of the year that he was there, he was super happy, always glad to be here, and it was boring as fuck. Now it's entertaining to me that there's real fucking drama, you know.
0: <laughs> yeah, and I think it's I think they're really playing too to the internet crowd, man. Like the twitters and shit. I think they're finally realizing. Let's bring this shit into like our storylines, but then it's backfiring. Yeah. Also, the fact that
1: I that it was real is that they worked so hard to do the kayfabe for MJF shit which that was all fake, yeah. you know, and yeah. and a lot of people believed it. They thought he was really going to WWE, you know, and like all this stuff, and they worked hard to fake that. And and maybe there was a little bit of truth with contract negotiations with MJF. He wanted more money, you know, because he's, he's a breakout star, and there's probably a little of that. But I don't think there was that much into it that, that made it a huge work that it is. And then it got overshadowed because whiny punk face couldn't get yeah. what he wanted.
0: But he has. I the think it's another reason why he went into that fucking scrum pissed off, is because the pop MJF got after he just had his epic match with Moxley, where he was battered and bloody, where he probably feels like he gave the performance of his fucking lifetime, <laughs> and then all of a sudden the music plays and here comes MJF, and the crowd, hometown crowd, is behind MJF. Right. Do MJF's
1: like, like one of my favorites right now? Like heel in the business, MJF. MJF's fine worker, you know his matches. Sometimes he'll surprise you, and sometimes he's just boring. Yeah. But his 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 mic work is is outstanding.
0: He's like a Miz in a way. Like the way Miz is a Miz. really good is is like a really good mic guy. But MJ, MJF's just a better mic guy because he doesn't even break gimmick outside no. of being on the show. He doesn't like he he tries to portray like that's 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 him, dude. Even at and signings,
1: he'll like take your. Uh, You know, um, your exclusive figure of him—that's like one of a thousand—and he'll smash it. (laughs) Like, I'm sure that's somewhat fake. I'm sure it's real, but I'm sure they pay the dude for it. You know, and give him something like the handlers do. MJF doesn't, but the handlers give
0: it. He'll get up and walk away from the autograph booth and just be like, "I don't feel like signing no more. I'm done." That's cool. You know, and like even when he goes on TV shows and or (laughs) other podcasts and radio shows. He's in full character. Yeah. Like, and I think he's the guy that wrestling needs right now. He's trying to bring wrestling back
1: to what it needs to be.
0: We need the showmanship. Yeah. Like, I mean, WWE, we got kind of bored of their showmanship because it's kind of the same show. Well, Vince tried. a whole different energy.
1: Well, Vince McMahon tried when he said, like, the talent couldn't use their names and shit on Twitter because you see all your favorite wrestlers hanging out at Disneyland together and shit, you know? And it's yeah. like, dude, you're just ruining the whole experience. We know wrestling's fake, but we don't want to shove down our throats that it's fake,
0: you know? Yeah, like, they got rid of the kayfabe. They all broke the kayfabe. Everybody's in the fourth wall now, and it's just like, it's starting to backfire. Yeah. Because... Because emotions are running hot. like People are getting heated. And it's funny because it's CM Punk and Sammy Guevara are the ones heating people up. (laughs) But, I mean, CM Punk goes a step beyond. Where it's just like, you say you want to put over younger talent, but you're sitting there bearing talent every time you open your mouth. Right. Well,
1: if CM Punk mentions your name, that gets you a little credit, right? I
0: would assume so, but...
1: You know, what's, I mean, it's weird that when CM Punk did his first pipe bomb, that like elevated his career so much and then he was done, you know, and he was a he was a face for that. He was a good guy for that. Like people loved him for that. Now he does it this time, basically. And people fucking hate him.
0: It's because we're in a society now where everybody's overly sensitive. That's true. Like that should work during the, the aggression era or whatever the fuck that era was of Punk. And it, and it worked because a lot of people back in the day, we were able to sit around and talk shit about each other. Nobody's feelings got hurt. It was just the way we were. And it was our comedy, our joking. And CM Punk now, like he brings that that old school type, sort of old school way back. And it's just people don't want to deal with it because, oh, man, he's being a bully. But CM Punk's just being a douchebag. He's, yeah, he's,
1: <laughs> I don't think CM Punk's a bully at all. I think he is just a douchebag. And I, I'm pretty sure, like, he's one of those people that he is cancel culture. Like, um, if he didn't like you, he's not going to talk to you. He's going to pretend like you don't exist unless you rub him the wrong way. Then he's going to, like, say something about you, you know?
0: Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, he shouldn't be like that, with, especially with guys that have built the company that he's in. Oh, I'll give him their first million-dollar gate. Nah, I've, they're pretty sure their their first event got a million-dollar gate, and there was no CM pump. Right. You know, yeah, it's it's just he's just one of those guys. I mean, he acts like he's Bret
1: Hart coming back to wrestle because Bret Hart's his favorite, and everyone always want Bret Hart to come back. You know, and then Bret Hart did in WCW, but Hogan squashed him. You know, let didn't let him do yeah. shit, and Bret Goldberg Hart buried him, and then Goldberg, Goldberg buried him. As no, well, Goldberg you know? Goldberg ended him. You know,
0: <laughs> yeah, he, he cussed him so bad with a spear. But it's just like...
1: No, it was a kick to the head. Was it a kick to the head? Yeah, it was Goldberg's back kick that he did or whatever.
0: Almost like a super kick. (laughs) That stupid heel kick that he doesn't slap his leg, he just really kicks you in the face.
1: Yeah, Goldberg's (laughs) devastating, man. (laughs) Yeah. I mean... Like, what did Brett think? He's going to get this, like, you know, epic 30-minute fucking you know, ring mat general fucking thing with Goldberg? No, dude.
0: <laughs> yeah, Goldberg's a three to five minute squash match guy. He's not a, a fucking marathoner. And you're going to you get know? injured.
1: You're probably getting injured.
0: Yeah, because he's not an actual wrestler, you know? Right. He's just a big big dude. <laughs> but, I mean, it just, this the drama's crazy because now that it seems like it's subsided, we'll see going into Friday in the Rampage, how how much further it plays out because now it is the time for everybody else to step up
1: yeah absolutely
0: you, you got no elite you got no punk mjf is back it's time for everybody to just step their game up stop being a just but they have punks.
1: to they they have to come up with something to overshadow this so people yeah. kind of forget about it and put this on the back burner i mean even though this is huge news and it reinvigorates things it brought a lot of people just to watch dynamite you know but yeah. they didn't say anything about it except for stripping the titles, which was g- a good moment.
0: It was a good moment. The the bracket though for the tournament looks stupid. Yeah, so you got doesn't make any two sense. matches, and then those winner of one match goes to face Jericho automatically, and the other one goes to face Moxley. I'm like, what the fuck, like why not have everybody have proper tournament bracket? You know, right. Like, everyone and has got to
1: earn their keep, not just, like, put – I mean, I get why Mox, Moxley should get a rematch, but yeah. there is no rematch. So, I get why Moxley would be up there.
0: Jericho, yeah. nah, I wouldn't put him up there. At least they didn't do interim this time. Say, oh, we're going to do an interim champion again. That's stupid, man. Yeah, that that would have been terrible. But, see, now it starts to bring the question, like, what's really going on with Thunder Rosa?
1: That, see, that was all a lie, that saying that she asked for a release, like Malachi Black. Yeah. Malachi Black did did get his release. Um, it's confirmed by reports from uh, Thunder Rosa's, like family that she did not ask for a release. She's even got a new Supreme uh, Ultimate figure coming out that's all bloodied and shit. And she comes with, like, yeah. some, sombrero and all this other crap. Dude, she's not nice. leaving.
0: This is, like,
1: her first big gig. She's not walking away from this.
0: Yeah, the only way I could see she'd walk away if Trip gave her a call and said he was gonna offer her more money.
1: Oh, maybe. But still like she had like some heat with like some other wrestlers that she was squashing and, and did some dirty shit in the ring and like no sold yeah. stuff. But she made amends with that wrestler. I forget who it was. It was someone who yeah, nobody she cares broke about
0: somebody's nose. Yeah. In Britt Baker's camp or whatever. They broke she broke their nose. Um, But she apologized for it,
1: and they they hung out afterwards, and then they had another match, and it was better.
0: What I think is going on with Black is, like, Black was originally one of Hunter's boys. Yeah, absolutely, and he wants to go back. Yeah, because he got let go by Vince. Hunter didn't let him go. That's when Vince came back and took over. And so I think Hunter would want him back because he's money, dude. He's a great wrestler. And how do you not know? know
1: what to do with him, man? Like even AEW's tried to do stuff with them but even they kind of failed on that with the whole buddy Matthews and everything else and their little clique. Yeah,
0: like like the whole bro like he doesn't need a faction like why but I guess the faction thing was his idea.
1: Yeah, he really wants that faction which it's fine. I'd rather him be an independent, you know, evil Undertaker type, you know? You don't need yeah. dudes with you to get over. You don't. <sighs>
0: I mean i get that the guys are like brody king who not everybody's familiar with being with them because it gives brody king some shine like a a star to basically carry him into the light yeah you know and buddy matthews he was another he's an excellent wrestler but he's also another one of those guys that kind of got cast aside in wwe that nobody really paid attention to other than the fact that he's banging Rey mysterio's daughter oh is he (laughs) yeah (laughs) He was in so, NXT, like,
1: he was one of the guys that like looked like Triple H, sort of, when he first started. They all had like... Yeah, but,
0: but he could do like fucking corkscrew flips and shit. Well, yeah. I he mean, was in like, the 205, I think, is what he was in. I mean, but like, say what you will about Triple H,
1: Triple H can work a match with anyone and make it fucking great.
0: Well, that's because Triple H is a fucking professional. Absolutely, dude. I remember watching, like, it was like
1: one of those useless pay-per-views before WrestleMania was called, like, Breakdown or something like that, and it was Dean Ambrose versus Triple H, and we all know Triple H is going to win, but, dude, Triple H made you believe that Dean Ambrose had a fucking chance, and I was like, oh, shit, this is
0: actually really good, and I don't like Dean Ambrose matches. (laughs) They're terrible. He does the rope thing. I don't even like him as Moxley. Like, to me, he's extremely overrated, and he doesn't really do anything innovative or new. No. And and he's still the same old dirty jeans.
1: And I don't, I don't like. I get that he's just a badass who doesn't give a shit. And it's more a like of how he really is in real life. You know, he he doesn't collect toys. He doesn't do anything like that's not manly. You know, he's a man's man who like just doesn't give a fuck. Like, get the fuck out of here with that shit, dude. Show you the
0: real side. But it's just like, he's still the Dirty Jeans guy. He's still Dirty Jeans.
1: Well, he thinks he's What's-His-Name from Major League because he comes out to Wild Thing, and I really don't like that.
0: I, I don't I, like it because that's Onita's song from is it? Japan. Yeah, and It was also Cactus Jack's song. That's right. And I'm like, I, I don't agree with him using it because there's nothing wild about him. He's just Dirty Jeans Ambrose. And plus,
1: let's face it, it's not that great of a song. Stop paying royalties every time that song is played. I know Tony Khan's got... You know, fucking fuck you money. But still, pick a better
0: song. Correction, Tony Khan's dad has fuck you money.
1: Uh, Tony Khan has a great allowance, man. I wish I had that allowance. Yeah, it's
0: only a matter of time before his dad pulls the plug on that allowance. be <laughs> with the wrestlers going to lawsuits and court and shit. Oh, fuck, like I, I know. I, he's probably like, fuck, dude, you're costing me hell of money. And now I got to deal with all this other bullshit, legal action and stuff. And it's just like he just wanted to run a wrestling company and now they brought in CM Punk and now he's getting lawsuits there's there's possibly charges being filed somebody got knocked out with a chair somebody uh, a, a wrestler bit-
1: died i mean not in the yeah. ring or nothing but you know brody lee somebody died somebody
0: possibly got <laughs> bit by a dog or another man <laughs> right, <yeah. laughs>
1: dude like that's what happens when you try to run a like you just start off being a major player in the game
0: you don't work your way up. you just like, we're major players. <laughs> yeah, he's like, well, I have the money. We're going to make it look like we're major players. But the thing is, his problem is he spent so much time trying to bury WWE that he didn't get his own house in order.
1: Yeah. And and plus, like, yeah, don't go that WCW Eric Bischoff route. It might work for a little bit, but then in the long run, it ain't going to work.
0: Yeah, and when you think of Punk, he's never going to make Hulk Hogan money. No, never. He's never going to make John Cena money. Never. He's never going to make rock money, dude, because no. he's a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> and people see that now. Like, a yeah, lot of fans like,
1: turned on CM Punk. They're like, dude, you, you're not
0: cool. Yeah, I know. And now I see like people taking pictures of toy shows. And there's hella punk chases and punk figures on the shelf still. <laughs> like, nobody fucking wants that guy. Like, it's just, like, shit, man. He, he, he's the wrong guy for this era. But, I mean, punk, on a side note, dude, other than the AEW drama, dude, did you see the Rey Mysterio Dominic turn? Uh,
1: I saw, like, um, the shit online, like, the pictures, uh about uh Rhea Ripley bringing him back out and he has hair just like her or something like that or was that photoshopped
0: <laughs> He's got hair and it's all slicked back and he wears yeah. all black And it's funny because we've been wanting this turn for a while and I'm just waiting for a Dominic like you know what Eddie's my poppy not you <laughs> See that's why they
1: need to bring back Chavo and like Chavo goes to the ring to talk to Dominic but then brings like a foil wrapped burrito from the truck and slaps him with it like, old-school <laughs> WCW days, man. That shit was awesome.
0: Yeah. Dude, that's such an insult. I mean,
1: Eddie, Eddie Graham got slapped with a burrito.
0: But the plus is, I mean, at least WWE got this shit in order. AEW, uh, hopefully they can recover from this and get their morale back in their locker room. Um, and I don't mind not seeing the Bucks or Omega. Or punk on TV. I don't mind that at all, man. Like,
1: yeah, if anything, like, I mean, I know the Bucks have fucking attitudes and shit like that, but Omega is usually, like, you know, carried in a higher light. So Omega being involved in this kind of like puts a damper on him, like, majorly.
0: I just don't see him being aggressive towards punk. I see him just being like, you know, Phil, that's just not cool, man. Right. And then the Bucks Bucks being the ones that are all hyped up and amped up, like, oh, that's bullshit, bro. That's why but I, 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 mean, I do
1: believe Kenny Omega, when he says he was trying to protect the dog. That's why I think something weird happened, like the dog got loose, and, you know, the Bucks are hyphy, CM Punk's hyphy, and, you know, Kenny Omega's like, hey, man, your dog. <laughs> yeah, like, then, what about the
0: dog? You're making Larry mad. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Larry! Think about Larry's. <laughs> Think about Larry <laughs> But I got like, Larry. Dude, I
1: Look, I only bought two figures Of like the Bucks and I don't like them You know, the series two ones that they had But after all that shit happened I went on Amazon and bought the Bucks two pack You know, that come with the shirts yeah. and stuff So I can recreate that whole scene And I bought like a little miniature dog To be Larry <laughs> And I'm gonna use like Vince McMahon's suit body And then um Shane Douglas head to be a steal. <laughs>
0: <laughs> nice. I mean, I would, if I had a CM Punk figure, I'd be playing on this too, man. Like Absolutely. it's too golden not to fucking make fun of. Yeah. And it's just like, you know, I'm glad they're gone. I, you know, let's see what we're going to get now. You know, like you got no locker room fucking egos at all. No more. If CM Punk
1: gets fired. And eventually, even if he doesn't get fired from this and he comes back eight months later from his injury, he's not going to last long. He's just not.
0: And I just don't see a long line of people wanting to work with him, no matter what the payday is. So if he can't work for AEW, he's not
1: going to go back to WWE. And it's not on – even if he wanted to. You think Triple H is going to have that douchebag back? No. Hell no nah. You know where
0: CM Punk's gonna be He's gonna be sitting next to Virgil at FanFest <laughs> Not signing any autographs Cause people are like Oh that's CM asshole Yeah Fuck that guy You he'll, know CM him, fuck him
1: He'll probably do his own podcast Where he just berates everyone
0: He'd be like Oh you know I was making the business a better place I I'm the best I, I'm the Dude, best in the world
1: his, CM Punk's podcast would be number one For like a month And then it'd go the route of Russo's podcast
0: Yeah <laughs> <laughs> or Eric Bischoff's 83 weeks. Let's just talk about old WCW instead of fucking current shit.
1: Dude, 83 weeks is not even entertaining. And I'll tell you why. Uh, Eric Bischoff says the same fucking thing about everything. Either he doesn't remember or he says, like, well, that's just the nature of the business. And uh, con- like, context is king. And he says the same shit over and over again. And he's like, well, my hands were tied. Uh, and it's like, no, dude. Like the 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 felons were running the asylum, dude. You you, yeah. you would just said okay to
0: fucking everything, because Hulk Hogan was there. Well, especially because he didn't have any. It wasn't his money. Like right. he had Ted Turner's endless pocket money. Like where Ted Turner was like, yeah, man, uh, let's just do it. Sounds like a great idea. Let's pay this guy this much money.
1: It's just like when you know? when Russo took over and then had Bischoff come back. And, and Bischoff says he just played a character, which is not true. And Russo comes out there on this event and talks a bunch of shit. And then Bischoff shows up. And then uh, Russo says, why don't you walk your punk ass out here? And then Bischoff goes, okay, with his smile. But that's how I figured that back in the Nitro days – Back when there were wars, if anyone had an idea, Bischoff would just go, Okay, okay,
0: sounds good, sounds good. Let's do it. Hey, brother,
1: how about this? How about I go out there and I, you know, I get to beat Sting or I get to beat
0: the giant, you know, okay, that's <laughs> fine. Just, you know, uh, well, do you think we'll do better than WWE? Oh, mm-hmm. oh, okay, then definitely we could do it.
1: But then, like, Hulk's like, Hey, that's not gonna work for me, brother. <laughs> okay. <laughs>
0: Ah, shit But I mean You know, that drama is hot right now, man And it's crazy I like it, though I
1: I love the drama, though But I I just wish it it was more on TV
0: (laughs) Yeah, I wish it was done professionally
1: I wish they would address it constantly
0: (laughs) Well, the way everybody's done it Is like a lot of the older wrestlers are saying Like they should have tried to do more, you know cooth about it Because it could make money. And they always go back to like Jeff Jarrett and Karen Angle and Kurt Angle. Like, and then they talk about Matt Hardy and Edge. Like, there's some real life drama going there, and they turned that shit into money. They did.
1: And that was, uh, you know, the whole split up and relationship shit. And then they got Matt Hardy to come back secretively. Edge knew, and they were going to have this match, but they brought him in in like a limo and kept him secret and hit him. Then Matt Hardy came back yeah. and I guess he had made amends with Edge here in a little bit, you know, and they knew where the dude they just went out there and wrestled.
0: Yeah, and the reason why is because they were professionals. Yes. Professional wrestlers. Like, let's make some money with this and then that way we could work it out, like via make turn it into money. But like the way they do it now, it's like it turned into a backfire of like the money money going exchange is gonna be a lawsuit. Yeah. And, and CM Punk probably
1: is going to get fired. Uh, I'm pretty sure CM Punk is talking to his lawyers and trying to sue fucking everyone and yeah. for putting him in this situation. You know, woe is me. But, you know, if, if they could get all sides to put their shit down and work this into a storyline, you yeah. know, where there's no winner, you know, like y'all going to have matches. But look, nobody comes out on top of this. It's, it's, we're just telling a story. But, you know, none of these like prima donnas are going to work together again.
0: Oh, yeah, definitely not. And you know, the funny thing is, if CM Punk is getting his layers, they're probably going to have Colt Cabana in court, too. And Colt <laughs> Cabana's like, what the fuck did I do? I don't why, even work Why there. am I even here? Why is my name constantly brought up? <laughs> yeah, like, why is he calling my shoot name out? Why is he saying that I share bank accounts with my mom? Well,
1: because they're in like, court, and they need a court jester.
0: <laughs> yeah, like... <laughs> Col is gonna pay in the brunt of the lawsuit because they're gonna be like, well, it's your fault, Col Cabana, all this happened. <laughs> <laughs> fuck man, I, I think we uh did it for Tex AF. Yeah. And I'd like to thank you guys for tuning in to Patreon. And if you like this wrestle talk or random talk about horror movies, keep subscribing. There's that three dollar tier, Tex AF. Texas ass A-F. fuck. Texas ass
1: fuck. Uh-oh, here comes the son of a bitch now. He's uh he's he's got X's on his hands for some reason. I don't know what that must be some kind of punk
0: thing. <laughs> the cult of negativity. <laughs> the cult of negativity. You heard a media scrum?
1: Well this guy eats
0: scrum for breakfast. I'll ruin I'll ruin your morale. <laughs> I'll make your locker room. Go to hell, but just don't fuck
1: with Larry. Yeah,
0: don't fuck with Larry. I think Larry bit Omega,
1: (laughs) dude. They should sign Larry. That's that's how they work around Punk showing up, because Larry goes everywhere, right?
0: Yeah, you know when Team Punk hurt his foot, he couldn't walk. Larry, poor Larry. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you know who's
1: the loser here? Larry loses. That sucks.
0: You know who the real loser is? Is AJ Lee, because now she's going to have to put up with punk. <laughs> stuck at home now, being a fucking asshole. Whining and <laughs> bitching about this. Ugh. Yeah, she's going to be like, that's why I like you on the TV show, because you weren't home all the time. He <laughs> <laughs> gives her the go to sleep. <laughs>